0: All right, three, two, one, and we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Tea Hatch Podcast, where we have open and in-depth conversations about the things that you and I care about. Today, it is June 5th of 2020, and uh, this is... An interesting episode, uh, to say the least. Um, as you all know, you know I'm not breaking any news here when I say that things are absolutely crazy in the world, and especially in the United States of America right now. And you know, for this for this entire week, I've been contemplating. If I should say something, what I should say, what's right to say, what's not right to say, what's my place to say, you know, all, all these thoughts flowing through my mind. And at the end of the day, I just cannot stand idly by and do nothing while our brothers and sisters of color get brutalized across this country, while peaceful protesters get brutalized by police across this country in protests that are literally about police violence and undue police brutality. And it's just been far too long in the United States of America that this has been an issue, this has been an issue that people have talked about, especially people of color, and nobody has paid attention. And we're, we're finally hitting a climate where things have boiled over to the point where people are so frustrated, so angry with the course of action in the United States, where they're finally standing up and doing something about it and not sitting back down until something gets done. So I cannot watch this happen without adding in anything that I can add. And And let me just say, you know, obviously you can see that I'm not someone who's had to deal with this on a personal level throughout my life. Um, but I, I, I feel I have to step up and, and help out in any way that I can. I'm not here to try and assert myself as a leader of this movement because obviously that's not the case. Uh, but I am here to, to lend my thoughts, to lend my opinion, and to lend myself to this movement and do anything that I possibly can to help in this situation. So I, I want to start out by laying out some of the facts of what has happened here, what sparked these protests what is going on with these protests, especially over the last week as things have unfolded in this country, and give you my thoughts therein while focusing on some of the the larger points, the larger stories that have come out of this. So to start, on May 25th, 2020, Officer Derek Chauvin knelt on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds in an act of cold-blooded murder, while three other officers did nothing to stop him. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery are just the latest names to hit the news, but the sad reality is that this has been going on for over a century with no action from law enforcement, prosecutors, government officials, to stop these senseless killings. Now, if you want more information on the many killings that have been happening in the United States because of undue police violence, unchecked police killings on American citizens, you can find a lot more information than I'll be able to provide here at mappingpoliceviolence.org. I will also link that below, as well as in a card up above if you are watching on mobile or desktop. So with that said, that has sparked protests throughout the nation obviously this started in minneapolis minnesota where george floyd was killed but it did not stop there this spread throughout the entire country and what we've seen is something unprecedented in the united states where all 50 states have seen protests on this issue And these are ongoing protests. They're not stopping because, let's face it, nothing has been done yet. No action has been taken to actually solve the systemic problems that have perpetuated this for over a century. Unfortunately... These peaceful protests have provided cover for ill-intentioned individuals who seek to cause damage to local businesses and loot their goods. The looting has provided an easy excuse for state-sponsored violence against peaceful protesters all across the country. We're seeing video after video of police and National Guard brutalizing protesters unprovoked, even assaulting journalists in multiple cases. We're watching this unfold across our country here in the United States, and it's just sick to see that, that this nation's answer to protests on police brutality is unchecked police brutality. It's been absolutely absurd to watch the videos pouring in because, fortunately, in 2020, we finally are all carrying a camera with us at all times so that we can document what is happening and actually show the rest of the world what is happening in these cities and what these police officers are doing to peaceful protesters. That's the key here. These are peaceful protesters that are being brutalized by the police. Now, I don't think you'll find anybody in their right mind who would say that we should be letting looting and arson go unchecked, but the answer is unquestionably not to brutalize peaceful protesters. These are not the people who are going out and destroying businesses. If you want to stop that, maybe take... All the police units that you're focusing on these peaceful protesters maybe take them away from those peaceful protests and actually apply them in a way that will actually protect these businesses from looters rioters people who are out here to cause damage as opportunists these are not people who are part of the movement these are people who see an opportunity to get out go steal a pair of nikes go into Target, steal a cheap TV. These are opportunists. This is not the movement. These are not the protesters that are out here causing this undue harm to our communities. If you talk to any of these peaceful protesters that are actually from the community that they are protesting in, none of them support this. None of them would do this they actively dislike it because what it does is it takes away attention from the actual issue that everybody is here protesting for, and that is racial injustice, inequality, and criminal justice reform. That's what we need to focus on. Yes, we need to keep in check lawless individuals who are going out and causing harm, but we cannot jeopardize the First Amendment our, fright, our right to free speech and peaceable assembly. We cannot jeopardize that in the name of law and order when it comes to a few rank individuals who are using this as an opportunity to cause harm. As we see this happening all across the country, Donald Trump tweeted from his bunker in support of of this police violence, saying, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. That's a quote from the President of the United States. He also attempted to declare Antifa, which stands for anti-fascists, for those who don't know, a terrorist organization. That's his words, which he cannot legally do. Also, FBI investigations have not found a single case of Antifa organizing any of these protests. They have no intelligence that points to Antifa being behind these protests or organizing the violence. So it's simply absurd for the president to make a move like this, especially for a quote unquote group like Antifa, although not really a group if you actually do your research, there is no central organization to Antifa. So what is happening here is they want to use this as an excuse to label any American as part of Antifa so that they can then label any American a terrorist and then can apply much larger sentences with much less due process to American citizens. That is what the President of the United States is trying to do. If you want more information on those FBI investigations, I will link a Business Insider article with more information there. But after this blunder, during his first address from the White House Rose Garden, he simultaneously gassed and assaulted peaceful protesters while reminding his supporters of their Second Amendment rights, also threatening to invoke the Insurrection Act to send the military into U.S. cities to, quote, dominate the streets. Later, we would find out the order to attack these peaceful protesters was in order to go take a photo shoot with a Bible at a nearby church. A a Bible which he consequently held upside down for the entire photo shoot. (laughs) It's absolutely absurd in my opinion that the President of the United States would come out and give a speech, a speech in which he did not talk about racial injustice. He did not talk about criminal justice reform. He did not talk about systemic inequality. But what he did talk about was second amendment rights. What he did talk about was restoring law and order, dominating the streets. I think the real threat to law and order here is the president that is out openly attacking the first amendment of the U S constitution a president who's ordering the brutalization of peaceful protesters at the White House. It, this is simply absurd. The fact that he is still the acting president of the United States after an act like this, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, at, at this point, I I don't know what else would constitute an impeachment inquiry like active threats to the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. But of course, that card has already been played in a terrible way that makes it impossible to use again. We're going to hear the excuse that, oh, if you want him out of there, go vote in November. You know, obviously you should vote in November, but that should not be ...the only way to remove a president that is making open attacks against the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. Absolutely sick, in my opinion, what's happening here. So, the really the disgusting part of all of this is the abdication of duty, not only from the President of the United States but also from all of our government officials who refuse to step up and change the system that perpetuates racial injustice and police brutality while promoting inaction and inequality. We see case after case after case of police killing of innocent people, of people who have not been convicted of a crime, of people who, even if they were convicted of a crime that they were being charged, would not be sentenced to death. So we're having state-sponsored killings that are going unprosecuted. These cops are getting off after, in the case of Derek Chauvin, 12-plus prior incidences. Not a single one was he prosecuted for. Not only that, he's still on the police force out there where he could commit such a cold-blooded murder while knowing that he was on camera with a nonchalant expression on his face. With his knee on the neck of a human being that is crying out, I can't breathe. This is absolutely disgusting. And it's absolutely disgusting that none of our government officials will step up and actually do something to change this system. That for over a century has been killing innocent American citizens in cold blood for no reason, with no remorse and no prosecution. This is sick. And this is all leaving out the racial component of this, the fact that this is disproportionately affecting our brothers and sisters of color here in the United States, the fact that they have been treated inequally for their entire life, for over a century in this country. Of course, that's after we decided it was no longer okay to own them. This is ridiculous. If this doesn't wake you up to the disgusting injustice that happens in so many cases, an innumerable amount of cases across the country every single day in the United States, race is not just a problem in the United States. It is an existential threat to those that are affected by it every single day. They don't get to walk the streets knowing that they will be safe, knowing that they will be protected and served by the police officers in their community. Rather, they have to cower in fear at the thought of encountering one of these police officers that they know at any time may murder them in cold blood with no consequences. This is outrageous. This has to stop. This system has to change in a large, dramatic, tangible way. And until it does, these protests will not stop. They will not stop. So if you really want to restore law and order to the United States of America, I'll tell you the way to do that. It's by finally holding accountable the people who have been violently murdering US citizens for over a century. Criminal justice reform is a must in the United States of America and it will happen in 2020 or else you will continue to see civil unrest the likes of which we have never seen in this country. So that said I'm I'm very fired up here. I I don't have a ton more to add to this topic i just wanted to bring some of the facts there i wanted to bring my opinion and i i here's here's an outreach as well anybody who happens to see this video and agrees with anything that i'm saying you know please share this video but also please comment below and help me understand more things that i can do to help this movement to help our brothers and sisters of color in the United States of America and and help something tangible come of this movement. I am here to give everything that I have to offer to this movement and make sure that something finally happens to fix the systemic problems that have let this happen for over a century. So let me know what I can do to help. I'm here to help. All that said, I really appreciate you tuning in and watching Black Lives Matter. Goodbye.